Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group, and we have returning guest Veronica Versinio is joining us today. She has a new role she's going to explain to us, but it's the Chief Economic Recovery Officer for the city. Um, with that, though, we'll just bring Veronica on, and Veronica, welcome back. Thank you, AJ. Good to be with you. So just, and I think the last time we spoke, it seems like a year ago, several months ago, um, and different title, at that point you were the head of economic development for the city, even though when we spoke then, a lot of what you've been doing up to that point from the start of the pandemic, say February of this year, had been focused on recovery. So what, what was the thinking behind uh, the shift in, for your title and then in the, within the department, those who have it, um, interest with economic development, you tell us about how that thing is structured. Absolutely. So uh, when the pandemic started, uh, our city managers and his team thought it would be good to have somebody assigned solely to looking at economic recovery. It quickly became apparent to us that unlike other natural disasters or disaster type situations, emergency situations we encounter, um, where it might be more of brick and mortar rebuild, this is really our economy is, uh, is what needs to, what will need to recover. We still haven't seen the end of the pandemic, as we know. Um, and so they wanted to have somebody focused in that role. So they asked me to serve as our chief economic recovery officer. Um, I'm still the economic development director uh, by day, uh, mm-hmm. but we have uh, asked Sonovia Holt-Rob, our deputy director, to step in as the acting director. So she can, she can focus on the day-to-day and I can focus more on what are we doing in terms of recovering and what are the next steps in that regard. So I've really been charged with coming up with the city's recovery plan. So does that fall under just, uh, you know, we have, I can segue into the saves resolution that was passed by council about two, maybe two or three weeks ago. And we had the, the first, uh, I think, uh, results of that with the saves fund that was voted out of council last week on the first. Are those kind of things fall in your purview or how is that shaped? Yes, uh, those do fall under uh, my purview. Obviously, the Economic Development Department is a huge part of that, and um, most of the team players in regards to what does that, what do those programs look like. Um, so I'm not completely absent of the Economic Re- uh, Development Department, just kind of at a, 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 on a level where I can help facilitate what we're doing in EDD with what other departments are doing across the city. Got you. It's like more perspective, just as like things mean more of a, what's the word? I'm more of a nimble role as things pop up. A more nimble role. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've done, created a series of ways to uh, receive input, to get kind of brain trusts together, to look at how we're responding. And from the internal city perspective, one of the things that I've done is created a core team of directors that are involved in economic recovery. So it's taking a step beyond just this is economic development but also including our health department, our housing department, our budget office, our intergovernmental relations office, so that we are collectively putting our minds um, behind what does recovery look like for the city. Got you. And can you talk about some of the, I mean, we're, we're in fourth quarter now of 2020, but uh, beyond saves fund, there's some initiatives you're looking to do. I mean, there may be things that carried over just from the CARES Act framework and everything else, maybe crossover, but some initiatives uh, you are either looking to execute in the near term or have like saves fund um, and then things. Um, I know there are a list, a laundry list of items under the saves resolution. Um, mm-hmm. and are, are those things on your chart, your purview as well? And those kind of, I'll explain from there. But yeah. So we, uh, we are definitely busy with the response to this, the saves funds. Um, we uh, presented to council our idea on how to respond to the saves resolution. 
um, looking at the 15 million that was identified and breaking it into the three main buckets that council um, listed in that resolution, which are live music venues, legacy businesses, including restaurants, um, restaurants, bars, uh, live music venues in that category as well, and childcare facilities. Uh, we have broken our team into teams for each of these buckets. So they're work, working on guidelines right now, talking to stakeholders, getting feedback, um, and trying to devise what those, those guidelines will, would look like. And it, with everything that we've done in recovery, it's been an art of knowing that the need is immediate and that we need to, our community needs funds as quickly as possible, but also being thoughtful to how those guidelines are created and what is a fair and equitable approach of distribution of funds that frankly we know are going to be oversubscribed. Um, yeah. So that's definitely on the uh, priority for the next couple months. We also, the other big item council had last week was the uh, creation of the Economic Development Corporation. So uh, we are working, uh, we haven't missed a beat on that either. We're working to stand that up uh, to file, uh, to get our articles of incorporation uh, updated to reflect the changes that council made and then to go ahead with filing and so forth. Um, so that's, I would say the other, both are our two top priorities right now as we go into this last quarter. And then I overall is taking a kind of a step back when we're looking at recovery, I mentioned that I was charged with developing the plan. Um, everything that we've done for the past few months, our, folk, our industry focus groups, our cross industry focus group, our expert panel, our director team of experts, um, as well as a broader group of departments coming to, together and brainstorming on what economic recovery looks like. This is all um, feeding into an economic recovery plan. So our goal is to have a draft of that by the end of the month, ideally something we'll make available online and just like with anything else, uh, allow for a public comment, hear folks' feedback, see what, you know, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, um, and then hopefully incorporate that into a final plan that we, we plan to release in December. So that's our other overarching goal for the year. Gotcha. I would talk, touch back on the Economic Development Corporation. I think, yeah. I mean, that may have been overshadowed some on Thursday. I know everyone's focused on item, from an item 52, was where the money was. Um, but for the corporation aspect, I mean, that, as I believe, will be the facilitator of the funds, correct? Or, this, or you, know, you explain to me. I th that's how I, I, I had received it, right? I think it would be ideal, um, but we're, right now we're looking at a timing issue. So, again, that's it's true. that balance of getting funds out the door quickly. And we're on a parallel track, we're setting up this organization. Um, had the, the corporation, uh, the Economic Development Corporation, been in place, then absolutely. Because uh, EDCs are used throughout our country to leverage funds, um, and so we certainly see value in that. Um, but and that's the reason why we're moving steadfast to set this up. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this is something that we've been working on actually for about eight years as a city, predates me by far mm -hmm. um, in the economic development department. But it really came to a head as, you know, this is, if we had this, it would be really helpful to our city right now as we're looking at economic recovery and to many other priority areas that, that are important to the city. Those are just unfamiliar with economic development corporations. What would be, I mean, how, so it, would it be, a, is it a public partner, I'm sorry, a P3, public-private partnership? Um, I know the board would be, these are like citizen appointees, typically, um, and is it like a clearinghouse for funding? So whether if it's, if it's funds that are designated for those purposes that go through the city, to the corporation and then also the corporation be able to leverage private dollars towards, you know, a and I'm just like a, like a list of uh, 
prescribed uh, charges. Is that the nutshell of how it works? Absolutely, they are. Um, think of them as a public developer. They're, they have the ability to prioritize to what we prioritize as a city, and we will have a contract with them every year. So council will tell the entity, you know, this is what we want to focus on this year, um, and and that can be, of course be amended through the year, but it prioritizes things. They are then able to leverage funds, and they really serve as a, a real estate broker too. So looking at how what does that look like. Um, in the discussion of saves, perhaps it looks at uh, the purchase of a live uh, music venue for preservation purposes. So it's a nimble way to apply some relief to our community, which is, is critical right now. Got it. Well, Veronica, I'll leave the last word to you, though, but are there any other just points you want to raise? Any uh, uh, kudos to your staff or anything else you want to share? I know y'all have been, it's been, again, with academic development office, it, you know, you're the Economic Development Department, rather, I think people don't don't get that that department's charged primarily with attracting business to the city, not recovery. So your your team had to switch very fast. I mentioned this in our last show, our last episode, rather, on retooling for that. And um, you know, if there's any you know members of your team you want to give a special shout out to, I'm happy to leave the floor to you on that. I um, can't. I could never pass an opportunity to give kudos to my team. They are amazing. And many folks in our community know that because they have been directly touched or impacted by them, whether we are in pandemic times or non-pandemic times. Um, our, our team, we do this day to day and they, for many of them, they've done them for many years. And so it's been a, I keep on saying, I, I watched them transform into a point of assistance and often celebrating successes to becoming really a case manager and having difficult conversations with small businesses, with creatives, that they know very well and have established relationships with them. So they are doing a tremendous job um, every step of the way, every time we regroup and I ask for volunteers, when I ask for volunteers on um, the saves, responding to the saves resolution, we had a week to respond, 10 days to respond. And uh, when I asked for volunteers, I was worried, I'm always worried that I'm gonna wear them thin. And I had 15 people jump up and wanna help. So I, um, they are the true heroes, they're our public servants. Um, that are in it to, for this reason. This is why we signed up for public service. So uh, kudos to them. I'm, I'm honored to serve with such talent. All right, Veronica Brasenio is the Austin's Chief Economic Recovery Officer. Thank you for your time as always. And uh, you know, we wish you and your team well in the work ahead. Thank you, I appreciate it.